Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? This is Tim Meineke. Welcome to the library. This week, we speak to Grandmaster D of the legendary group Houdini. They're featured on TV One's Unsung, which airs this Monday at 10 p.m. Grandmaster D of Houdini, uh, thank you so much for joining us on at the library with Tim Einenkel. Yeah, pleasure to be here, man. Uh, so I just want to know, how did you guys get involved with the Unsung series? Um, well, they contacted us um, back last summer. They were um, getting ready to do the Unsung on um, the Fat Boys. Right. And they had contacted me, and I was supposed to do something for Marky D, you know, to speak on their behalf, but it never happened. But um, a few weeks later, they called me back, and they said they would like to do something on us, you know, when they get the chance. And um, it went from there. And what was that like when you got that phone call? Oh, to me, it was a blessing. You know, anything as far as helping the career and promoting it and, and, and being seen and being heard of, it means a lot to me, you know, because it's it's like not leaving us forgotten, right. which we ain't, because we still work today. But it's just that to me, the the more that you get a chance to do interviews, you know, it's good to do them. And 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 I guess the with the unsung um, episode on you, what what did you guys really want to highlight um, about your career, and also what would people know that what would people find out that they did not know? Oh well, to me, it's like. Knowing, you know, when people first see groups make records and right away you're on TV, you're doing videos, they think you're millionaires overnight. Right. And it's not true like that. You know, you got to go through all the trials and tribulations. And, I mean, you got to crawl before you walk. But then once you get started, you know, you got you do your video, you, you do your touring, and, and really you make most of your money doing tours. You know, even though you make the money off your record sales, but you make the majority of your money touring. Mm. And um, when that slows down, the money's going to slow down. So a lot of people don't might see you visualize as much no more, but they thinking you broke up or you over. Right. You know, so to me, then you get a chance to, to get back in, in, in the um, limelight, and, and that's you got to take advantage of it. Right. And with your, uh, you guys had, the Houdini has had a, a long career. Uh, you guys started in the early 80s. So I wonder what your yeah. mo- what what's your most what, what are you guys most proud of? Uh, what's like what's your your proudest accomplishment? I mean, my proudest accomplishment. I mean, is reaching people, mm. the reach of the fan base that we had reached. It means so much throughout our career, and you know, because you think about rap starting out in the parks, 
and nobody took it serious to be on records. We didn't think we was going to make it to the records and on radio and get a record deal. And um, it came from the parks, and it was like um, out in the park for free, plugging into light poles, break dancing, graffiti, all of that. And next thing you know, here you is, you're getting contracts for millions of dollars, and you're on TV, and you're touring the world. And who would think it would go that far? So you guys are credited yeah. with being like the first hip-hop group that actually had official dancers. Um, yeah. Why was the da- dancing portion important to you guys in your performance? Well, we really felt we wanted to get more. To, to the stage and want to give more to the people because a lot of MCs were just, you see them, they DJ and that's it. It wasn't giving you no more. You know, you got the lyrics because you know the lyrics to the songs and you're singing along, but it's nothing extra. So um, we learned that really by being out there on the road and um, first show we did, uh, they, at that time they had Pin Pan Apple and the Fat Boys had won the contest and um, Chad Elliott was in that contest and that's when we met the uh, Keystone Dancers that was Dr. Ice and Kango. But we said we wanted to add a, more, a little more to, to, to the show. So we said, yeah, we got the, the scratching, we got the dancing, and we got the rapping. So we want to take this around the world. And, you know, especially by going to Europe and everywhere, they really appreciated it to see popping and locking and all that, you know? Right. And do you, see, I mean, didn't today, do you think today's groups are lacking in that uh, aspect of the performance? Or, I mean, is it? Different? Is it better? Is it? Uh, do you, what would you say about today's live hip hop acts? Well, what I say about today's live live hip hip hop acts, um, I guess they they're doing what they want to do. You know, it's like a lot of them feel if they don't need dancers, they just don't need dancers, and they just go just the way they want to proceed and pursuing doing this to the crowd. You know, giving them just the lyrics and that's it. Right. You know, they say I, I, they call it their swag. I guess just their own swag. We don't need dancers. You know. <laughs> I mean, do you think, but, but obviously, like, you see some groups and you're like, you, you guys need dancers, don't you? Oh, not not really. Uh. To me, to me, I know a lot of people might say that, but I, I guess um, it was going on then like that. And, and you know, my group still wants uh, dancers to go along with us, you know. But to me, I, I look at it, um, hip-hop is always going to be hip-hop, but it's what you bring to the table. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of um, dancers now you see is only with R&B groups. Right. You see with Usher or, or or pop groups, you know? Right, right. But not hip-hop, not hip-hop, because I guess the hip-hop now is hardcore. You mm. know, it's a lot of hardcore, so they ain't going to have no dancers dancing with them if, if they come in hardcore, you know? Right, right. Um, I want to go back to, you guys are, you know, famous for, for working with the legendary uh, Larry Smith. And I, I just yeah. want to know, what was that, for all, for people that weren't there, what was that like to work with Larry Smith? Oh, man, they don't understand, man. You know, the best producer you ever want to meet, the coolest producer you ever want to see. Um, to me, Larry was Quincy Jones of rap. Mm. He was Quincy Jones of rap. Nobody could play a beat like Larry. And he played the bass. He played so many instruments that, that you you didn't believe it. You, you didn't think it all was him on one record. Wow. But when Larry, one thing about him, he put, took his time in what he did. And he didn't come out that studio... Like I would say, excuse my French. If he didn't, like, you know how you, you grab your private? Yeah. If he got two fingers on his private, that means the record is not a hit. <laughs> if he got three fingers on the record, it's halfway there. <laughs> but if he grabs his private with five fingers, we got a hit record. If we go straight number one or straight top ten. <laughs> so you're waiting for that five-finger grab. He off that studio until he got his five fingers on his private. And that's when we knew it was a hit record. 
<laughs> is there is there a producer today that you could compare to Larry, or is it just he's just un- incomparable? No, I really, I mean, there were a lot of good Dr. Dre, close. Dr. Dre is very close, but Larry was just different in his ways. Larry made us sound different. Larry made Curtis Blow sound different. Larry made Run DMC sound different. We all was all in groups, but we all had different styles. He did not make us sound the same. A lot of producers today, they produce people, but everybody's sounding the same. Mm, good point. Um, well, a couple, one more question. Uh, a couple more questions. Uh, yeah. Like I said, you guys been in been in hip hop for you know for the business for quite a while. Um, if you could go yeah. back, would you do anything differently? Yeah. Um, Save more money. <laughs> Save more money. I was spending money like crazy, you know. And um, but it was all in. It was all in love. We were young, you know. When you're young and you're making so much money, and you know what I did? I was never selfish with my money. I, I shared my money with all my friends that grew up with me and different people, you know. So I was never selfish with it. So if that would be a promise. But I still wouldn't almost change it. But only thing I would change is save, save more, mm. you know. But God has blessed blessed me for all of us three to be together and to still do what we do and still love what we do. And uh, and the blessing of God took us around the world to show the people what hip-hop was real about. And to me, like I tell the youngsters today, what was real about us back then, you couldn't curse and play on the radio. There was no such thing as cursing or any of that. So what it was, we were not thinking about this. See, when we came, nobody was cursing on records at all. So we had to be better than the next group, and the next group had to be better than us. So we came out with something different. We came in the game dressed well. We came in the game with great lyrics. And we talked about topics, good topics, like Friends, One Love, Big Mouth, The Freaks Come Out at Night. And, and, and those songs meant something in a lot of people's lives that came up with us. And that's why it's so important that we still can go out here and still work and still eat and people are still happy to see us because they remember them songs. Mm. What's, the, what's the future of Houdini? The future of Houdini is... Um, we're going to keep the legacy going, and we're going to keep, uh, and so, like I said, to God takes the wheels off this this wagon, we're going to keep it moving. And, and by the grace of God, we're just following God. Wherever he takes us, we're going. Grandmaster D, truly an unsung hero of Houdini. Thanks so much for joining us on And You Don't Stop with Chuck D. Oh, yeah, Chuck D. Yo, give a shout-out to my boy Chuck D, Public Enemy. I love, that's my brother. I'm down here in Atlanta now, and that's my family, man. I love Chuck. Great guy, and he did it all comes down to money with us, and he showed us love when a lot of other people wasn't even looking out for it. So my, my respect and love to Chuck D and Public Enemy and his whole crew and his whole camp. TV One's Unsung Thing Twice Houdini airs this Monday, March 12th at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to check us out at www.rapstation.com. This is Tim Heineke with The Life. Peace. Right before the fun was about to begin. Crowds of people lined up inside and out. Just one reason to rock the house. But in the daytime, the streets were clear. You couldn't find a good freak anywhere. Cause the freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out. The freaks come out at They like to wear leather jackets, chains and spikes. They wear rips and zippers all in their shirts. Real tight pants and fresh mini skirts. All kinds of colors running through their hair. And you can just about find a freak anywhere. But then again, you can know. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.